0: Be in the present. When we are young, we had the enthusiasm of youth, an enthusiasm for the future, it may be education, it may be just sports, it may be carrier or it may be marriage. Nowadays we are talking about nothing else but our future, saving money for future, postponing our enjoyment for future, buying books for reading tomorrow or the day after, but nothing to be done in the present. Today we are doing a lot of space travel. We are traveling in airplanes, in cars, in faster trains, etc., but getting nowhere. The same grind, round and round and monotonous, soul killing. Then what is this future that we are thinking of when we do not have even the present in our grip? If I am not alive in the present, then what am I going to do in future? I will be dead. Even the religion does not point in the right direction. It is pointing somewhere, or at least we imagine that it is pointing somewhere up, far away in the Christian heaven the nirvana of the Buddhists, the heaven of Islam. But if it is there, then what are we doing here? So spirituality seeks to prove to you by experience that, this wonderful abode of the divine, where neither the sun shines nor the moon, nor the wind blows, where there is neither light nor darkness, where there is no day no night, there he, g-o-d, exists. That must be the only place inside you, your heart and your soul. Spirituality says, Dear friends live in the present, forget heaven, forget hell, neither exists. If it exists, it is right where you are, you don't have to go to it. It is there in you right now. Then what are you looking for? What are you searching for? Realize it, turn inside, and see that divine abode of God. Again to repeat, there is no sun, no moon, no wind, no shine, no light, no darkness, no day and no night. What can it be? Experience it inside you, but you do not feel it, because you are trying to see something you like, but you cannot see. All we have to give up is our obsession with our desires, whether it is for fame or name or possession of wealth or even to do good to the others. Because there is rarely a person, who wants to do good to others for the sake of the one for whom he is doing the good. They always do well for themselves. A person is charitable because one expects to go to heaven. If you tell that charitable person that you are going to hell, he would run away from the charity. Some wise man has said, Not for the sake of the other am I good, but for the sake of myself. They imagine that they are doing good to others in the day parade hope of doing something good to themselves, because they don't know any other way of doing good to themselves. Cosmic Conundrum dash. Given that we haven't found any life beyond Earth yet, remarkably hospitable may sound a bit strong, though it is true. Many of the most fundamental characteristics of our cosmos, the relative strengths of gravity, electromagnetism, And the forces that operate inside atomic nuclei, as well as the masses and relative abundance of different particles, are so finely tuned that if just one of them were even slightly different, life as we know it couldn't exist. The proposition that the cosmos is, against all odds, perfectly tuned for life is known as the anthropic principle. A vocal sector of the religious community, on the other hand, has seized on the anthropic principle as further evidence that God created the universe just for us adding intellectual support to the so-called intelligent design movement, which believes that the staggering complexity of nature can be explained only by assuming that some higher intelligence had a hand in designing it. Over the past several years pitched battles have been fought in school boards in United States over whether to give intelligent design and Darwin's theory equal time in classrooms. It does not matter whether the anthropic principle makes us happy. What Matt tears is whether it is true, that is, whether cosmic numbers really are as arbitrary as they seem. If they are not, physics may eventually succeed in explaining many features of our world that seem so puzzling today. And if the anthropic principle is true? Well, then the universe will seem even more energetic and decorative than before. Over and over in our history, natural phenomena, lightning, the changing of the seasons, the nature of the sun and moon, have been explained simply by saying God did it, only to have that explanation fall away as science provided a more satisfying answer. Maybe we have really reached the limits of intellectual understanding, but few scientists are willing to give up quite yet, even on seemingly intractable problems. To Einstein's celebrated thinking about whether God had choice in creating the universe, the answer seems to be a resounding yes, all sorts of universes are possible. Belief in multiple universes is just as much a matter of faith as any other religious belief. On beliefs that seem to imply we are special, that we at the center of the solar system or the center of the galaxy, or that the Milky Way is the only galaxy in the universe. Every time it turned out that we were not special after all. We just did not have enough knowledge.